The holiday of Shavuos is a holiday where we celebrate Suleiman Matan Torah Seinu, the giving of the Torah. And in the book of Bamidbar, the book of Numbers, chapter 28, verse 27, it says that in the Holy Temple, on this day of Shavuos, they brought a sacrifice. They brought a korban oila, an oila sacrifice. And there the word Ola is spelled Ayin Vav Lamid Hay. At the end of the paragraph it goes on to say that this is in addition to the daily Ola sacrifice that was brought every day of the year. However, when the word Ola is spelled the second time, it's missing the letter Vav. And similarly, in the paragraphs before and the paragraphs after the holiday of Shavuos, the Torah tells us about the other holidays like Passover and Rosh Hashanah, etc., etc. And there too it says you should bring a carbon Ola, an Ola sacrifice. Yet over there, the word Ola is missing the letter Vav. And then it goes on to say Milvad in addition to the daily Ola sacrifice, which also has no Vav. So why is it that only here by Shavuos, by the Ola sacrifice, do we find the letter Vav? Furthermore, a greater question. In the Torah, we do not find a date for the holiday of Shavuos. We are told that Rosh Hashanah is the first day of Tishrei, and Passover is the 15th day of the month of Nisan. Yet, when it comes to the holiday of Shavuos, the Torah does not tell us a date when the holiday is supposed to take place. All we know is that 50 days after Passover, we have a holiday. And furthermore, we have to connect this holiday with Zaman Matan Torah Seinu, the day the Torah was given. Furthermore, we don't have a specific mitzvah for the holiday of Shavuos. When it comes to Rosh Hashanah, we're told, blow the shofar. When it comes to Passover, we're told, eat matzah. When it comes to Sukkot, we're told, sit in a hut, shake a lulav. When it comes to Shavuos, however, which is Zeman Matan Seinu, the Torah does not give us a specific mitzvah for all generations. And the question is, what is the mitzvah of the holiday of Shavuos? So the question is, what really happened on Shavuos? Historically, the day of Shavuos is the day that God gave us the Torah. It was called Zeman Matan Seinu. God came down onto Mount Sinai. And Moses went up the mountain. And God proclaimed the Ten Commandments. I am God your Lord. And then God gave Moshe the entire Torah. For 40 days and 40 nights Moses studied the Torah. And God gave it to him. And over the next 40 years Moses taught this Torah to the Jewish people. And this was the entire reason and purpose of why we left the land of Egypt. In the first place, as it says, God told Moses to tell the Jewish people, that tell the Jews I will take them out of Egypt. Why? So that they shall serve me on the mountain. This all sounds very good and fine. But we have a problem. The problem is that the Talmud tells us that Avram, Avinu, Abraham, our forefather, fulfilled the entire Torah even before it was given. 
And not only did he follow the 613 commandments of the Torah, he also followed the seven laws of the rabbis, like Erev Tafshilin, etc., etc. So if that is the case, what's the big novelty? That God gave us the Torah on Shavuos, we already had the Torah. So why do we celebrate this year after year, and we have cheesecake and blintzes, and, we, and we're up all night studying Torah? What's the big deal? Abraham knew the Torah, and Isaac knew the Torah, and Jacob knew the Torah, and all the tribes knew the Torah, and uh, all the Jews in Egypt throughout the 210 years studied the Torah. We know that especially the tribe of Levi, that did not go into exile. Their job was to study Torah day and night. So, what is the big fuss over Shavuos? In other words, the Jews already had a bootleg edition of the Torah. They had the Torah. So what made Shavuot so special? And the answer is, as we find in the teachings of Chassidus, that Shavuot was really the day that God came down onto the mountain and Moses went up to God. What does that mean? The Medrash tells us that it gives a parable that the people in, in Syria were not allowed to go up to Rome and the people in Rome could not go down to Syria. In other words, before the Torah was given, it was Hashemayim, Shemayim LaHashem, Vaares Nosand Adam. That heaven was given to God, and earth was given to man. There was a separation between the physical and the spiritual. In other words, even though Avram studied the Torah, Avram Avinu could not really perform the mitzvahs properly. Today, for example, we have the mitzvah of tefillin. What is tefillin? You take a hide of an animal, and you work it over, and you, and you make it into a square box, and you put it onto the head, and in that box you write four portions of the Torah, Kadesh, and Vayikivyacha, and Shema, Shemaya, these four portions, and you put it into the boxes, and you wear it. It's not simply four boxes that contain four portions. The fact that you made these boxes into a mitzvah is no longer a heart of the animal. It now becomes transformed. It becomes a new reality. It becomes a chafet shel mitzvah, an object that has been sanctified for a mitzvah. And therefore, it is now called tefillin. And you can no longer bring it back to its previous state of unholiness. It becomes a holy object. This power to transform the physical into spiritual, this power to transform earthliness into spirituality, this power was given on the holiday of Shavuos. God gave us on the holiday of Shavuos the golden touch that everything that we touch turns into gold. If we take an apple and you make a bracha on the apple, you are now elevating the apple. The apple is transformed. It's no longer an apple. It becomes an object in which you serve God. And this was the power of Shavuos. This is what truly took place on this holiday. And therefore, any child, any girl who's three years old, who takes a candle... Friday afternoon and makes a bracha on the candle. She's not simply bringing more light into the room, but she's transforming the entire world because she now brings in the light of Torah and the light of mitzvahs and the light of spirituality and the whole world becomes brighter. That power was given to her on Matan Torah when the Torah was given on the holiday of Shavuos. And this perhaps answers why when we speak about the sacrifices, the Ola sacrifice, we have the letter Vav. 
What does the letter Vav represent? Number one, the gematria of Vav is six. Number two, the design of the Vav is like a ladder, like a chute. And number three, the meaning of Vav is a hook. And these three concepts all connect with the Haldeh of Shavuos. Number one, the Torah was given on the sixth day of the month of Siva. That was the actual date of Zaman Matan Torah Seinu when God came down on the mountain. Number two, the letter Vav identifies with the study of Torah. As we find in Kabbalah and Chassidus, that of the four letters of God's name, the Yud and the He and the Vav and the He, the Yud represents a concept, the He represents understanding, Vav represents the study of Torah, and the final He represents the performance of mitzvahs. So Vav is connected with Torah. Why specifically Vav? Because Vav alludes to the six midos, the six emotions, supernal emotions, which primarily are divided into two different pillars or two different paths, and that is the right of the left, the right representing kindness, and the left representing severity. And in the Torah, when you study the Mishnah and you study the Talmud, there's always the arguments of the right and the left, the arguments of Hillel, for example, that was always based on kindness, and the arguments of Shammai, which was based on the left, which is more severe and stronger. So this is all about the emotions of the Torah. Also, the Torah talks about Isur Veheter, things which are permissible and things which are prohibited. Again, the right side makes it permissible, the left side makes it prohibited. So the six Midos, the six emotions are connected with the study of Torah. So therefore, in the Torah itself, it hints to the date of the holiday by adding this little vav into the oil of sacrifice. But the question still remains, why is it that there is no date to the holiday? And how come there's no official mitzvah to the holiday? And the answer is, because... If God would tell us the real mitzvah, the holiday, we might do that mitzvah only on the holiday. In other words, the mitzvah of Shavuos is the mitzvah to study Torah. If God would tell us the mitzvah of Shavuos to study Torah, we would think it's like Passover. Passover, you eat matzah for eight days. And sukkah, you sit in the sukkah only for seven days or eight days. And the same is true, the one or two days of Shavuos, those are the days you study Torah. The rest of the year, you put the Gemara back onto the shelf. But two days a year, or in Israel, one day a year, then you'll study Torah. So the Torah was concerned that a person should not, God forbid, misunderstand the mitzvah of Shavuos, and therefore it omits the mitzvah completely. But the mitzvah of Shavuos is to study Torah. And that's why there's no date because we don't want you to know what is the day to study Torah. Because really every single day is the date of when you should study the Torah. And therefore we have the letter Vav in the Korban, the sacrifice of that day, to allude and to remind us that it really was the sixth day. And this is the shoot, this is the ladder that connects heaven and earth, for we were given now the golden touch, the opportunity to transform the physical and make it spiritual. And through doing this, we have also the vav, which is a hook, 
that connects us to the past, to Avram, Yisrael, Yaakov, who also studied Torah even before it was given. But they give us the strength. As it says, the actions of our forefathers is a sign and a potential to the children. In other words, the fact that we have the time and the ability and the knowledge to truly comprehend the Torah is because of the fact that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and their wives and their children dedicated their lives to the knowledge of Torah, to spreading the ethics of Torah. The holiday of Shavuos is also a day that we celebrate the passing of the Baal Shem Tov, who passed away on a Wednesday. And as the Al-Dareb coined that day, this was the day that the great luminaries were taken away, just like the Torah says that on Wednesday God created the sun and the moon, and that is with the letter Tuf, Nitlu, he hung the luminaries in the sky. Now the Rebbe played on words and said, and that day also Nitlu Hamaides, God took away the luminaries, he took away the Balshemtov on Wednesday as well. And therefore it's customary to tell the story of the Balshemtov in honor of the holiday of Shavuos. There's a short story that once in Mezhebush, in the base Medrish of the Balshemtov, the Chassidim were there studying Torah. It was late at night, it was very cold, and all the candles burnt out. The Chassidim in those days were very, very poor, and they had no money even to buy a candle. And they knocked on the door of the Baal Shem Tov's office. Baal Shem Tov opened up the door and said, what can I do for you? They said, Rebbe, we have no more candles. What should we do? We want to study Torah. The Baal Shem Tov said, go outside and take the icicles off the side of the synagogue, bring it into the base medish and light it, and this will give you light. For the one who says that oil will give forth light, he can make the icicles also give forth light. And that's what happened. They went outside and they took these icicles and they lit it with fire. And from the icicles they had light for the rest of the night to study Torah. What's the lesson of the story? The lesson of the story is very simple. That Torah must be studied with fire. It has to be studied with warmth. That even an icicle should have the ability to give off fire and to give off light. And when a Jew studies Torah with warmth, and when a Jew studies Torah with tremendous zest, then God sees that we truly love the Torah and will give us even more Torah. And that is why the Friedrich Rebbe, Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak, would wish one another, before the holiday of Shavuos, to receive the Torah, besimcha ubepnimius, to receive the Torah with joy and to internalize it. Joy, why joy? For the Talmud says that any mitzvah that was accepted with joy will endure all difficulties. A mitzvah that was not accepted with joy may not endure. Therefore, if a Jew accepts Torah with joy, he will have the ability to overcome all hardships. Number two is that the Torah has to be beprimious. You must internalize the Torah. And that is, it's not enough to do Torah with the three garments of the soul, with your thought and with your speech and your action. But the Torah has to affect the very core of your soul. And by doing so, your essence becomes one with God's essence. And then we truly have the vav that fuses man and God together. And therefore, Shavuos is known as also the chasunah, the betrothal, 
And when Mashiach will come, will come also the, the actual wedding of the Jewish people. With the coming of Mashiach speedily in our days.